USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. We so much appreciate the fact that a lot of people listen to the show every week, and I know it's sometimes tough to get yourself out of bed in the morning because we go on the air right around 8.05 a.m. every Sunday morning. And as you know from our recent shows, uh, we've been doing this now for quite a long time, almost 10 years. We've had more than 500 shows that we've done, and we're happy to have you with us. You're just very faithful listeners. And with that, I want to start with a quotation from Benjamin Franklin, one of my favorites. He said, there are three faithful friends, an old wife, an old dog, and ready money. So what do you think about that? We're going to be talking about money this morning with myself, Ray Lance, and also with Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And we have a special if infrequent guest with us this morning, also Brianna Woods. So good morning, Brianna. Good morning. Brianna, you're going to be hopping around this morning because you're manning the recording boards and mic the microphones and everything else. And this morning, um, you're also going to be talking a little bit on the show. That's right. I think I'm prepared for it, though. Feeling pretty hoppy today. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So another thing that Ben Franklin once said was, a penny saved is a penny earned. And I think a lot of people hear these expressions sometimes, and they don't realize where it came from. Yeah, he definitely came up with a lot of you know, quotes that we don't realize were him. So if I wrote you a check today, Pete, for a million dollars, or I said, I'm going to give you a penny and you can double it every day for the next month, which one would you take? Penny doubled. I've read that before. It's amazing. Um, I'll have to Google it now unless yeah, you, you have Google, it in front of you. No, I don't have it in front of me. You Google it right now. So if you take a penny and you double it, next day you have two pennies, next day you have four pennies, and so forth. It's incredible how fast money compounds and generates. So and that's, pe- one penny doubled every day for only 30 days, $5,368,709.12. Isn't that impressive? So think about what you're asking for. So I'm going to give everybody a penny who's listening to the show today and see if you can make it double every day for 30 days. If you do that, you're going to be worth more than $5 million. We're seeing a lot of people picking up pennies now. <laughs> I always pick up pennies. My mother always taught me to pick up. If you see a coin in the floor or in, uh, in a parking lot or something, pick it up. I always pick it up. Uh, once I found a $10 bill, but only once. I don't pick up pennies anymore. I used to, but oh, no, maybe I that's why I haven't had pennies. good luck lately. Well, that's, not, that's why you're not worth $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brianna, do you pick up coins when you see them? On the sidewalk or the parking lot? I do. I also steal change around the house. My mom um, always kept a change jar when I was a kid and instilled the importance of saving your change. So when she has loose change hanging around, I make sure to grab it. (laughs) So that's a good savings tip, isn't it? Because I don't like to carry change in my pocket. So if I have change in my pocket at the end of the day, I put it in a little bucket that I keep that used to contain protein powder. And then when it gets really kind of full or heavy, about half full, I take it to the bank and put it in their coin machine. And usually I walk out with about $200. Oh, yeah. It adds up. It's amazing how quickly it adds. Well, today we're going to be talking about uh, taxes and retirement. We're going to be talking about retirement income planning checklist. So I think a lot of people are worried about whether or not they can afford to retire And the real important question is, will you have enough income coming in every single month to be able to retire and live comfortably and not run out of money? These are very important questions. A lot of the material that we're going to be speaking about today comes from a 21-page retirement income planning checklist that we put together here at the office, and we're happy to give that to you. Um, It's just one of many informational materials, brochures that we have guides that we have for our clients. Uh, So if you're interested in one, let us know. Give us a call, 508-998-1111. 
888-888-8858. So the financial risk that most retirees fear and worry about is whether you're going to outlive your savings, the longevity uh, risk. And you can always be concerned about market risk with investment losses or increasing cost of living, inflation risk. We need to do another show soon on inflation because it's still a very serious issue. And sometimes uh, these issues will always impact somebody uh, differently. Some people have pensions, some people have social security, some people have neither. But today we're gonna be asking a series of questions. Number one, are you worried or concerned that too much of your retirement savings is exposed to a stock market crash? And the, the last really big one that we had was 2008. Um, you and know, again, we didn't have one in 2020, but yep. it wasn't you know, quite as drastic or long lasting, I should say, at least. So stock market crashes typically occur, what, every eight or 10 years, right? Every nine years on average. And we're a little bit overdue uh, right now, but it could happen. World events can trigger that. We just never know. So what are you doing about it? Are you, are you planning for it? Give us a call at 508-998-8858, and we're happy to review your portfolio, look at your budget, and talk about whether you have an, a, an appropriate or proper income plan for yourself. And that's a big part of what we do here. We start with the budget. Um, you know, We really need to know what you're taking in versus what you're spending. Um, and then we create an income plan, an investment plan, and taking a look at your portfolio, as my father just said, is um, something that I do specifically. I have a Morningstar report created, and it shows your portfolio based on the S&P 500 as um, a measuring stick and shows how it's performing against the S&P 500. Right. And it goes into great detail. Um, a lot of which might be over the heads of most people and they don't care about that, but there's at least a half a dozen really good things that I can point out to you and show you how your portfolio is performing, as well as uh, a risk um, stress test, which uh, I use a company called uh, Riskalyze to do that. And it gives you um, a good idea as to what would happen if we did have another major market correction like we saw the tail end of 2007 into the very beginning of 2009. So here's an important question to ask. Could your future retirement income be linked to the ups and downs of the stock market? And if so, is that where you want to be? And as Peter said, have an analysis done and find out how risky you are in your investments. Do you know that the inflation rate we have right now is 7.9% for the last month? Um, it's the highest in 40-something years. Yep, 1982. So that eats away at your savings. Do you have a financial plan in place to help address the rising cost of living? Do you have an estate plan in place to protect your assets and decide where they're going to end up going? I know you're, you're reading through the 10 thought-provoking questions for um, today's show, but just to go back a second, you're talking about 7.9% inflation. We did a show only two months ago talking about inflation, not even two months ago. And inflation at that point was 7.1, which is already much higher than they anticipated it was going to be um, at the end of the year. So if you have a large amount of money in the bank, you're losing 7 point something percent a year, depending on the you know probably quarter or interest that you're getting at most. Yeah, or to put it another way, somebody else is making money, but you're not. Yeah, 7.9% you're possibly losing um, if you have a large amount of cash. And I met with a woman the other day. She had $250,000 in the bank. And she said, I'd just like to have a large amount of cash, you know, but it's really not a good place. There's other ways you can have liquidity and, and make some money. Yep. So we're going to be talking about what are some of the best investments you can use for fighting inflation. It could be an equity indexed uh, product, for example, um, such as a deferred annuity is sometimes a good way to do that. Will your savings last as long as you live? We're going to talk in just a minute for making sure you plan for a long life. Um, why don't we actually start with that as a topic? In our uh, handout, we have our retirement income planning checklist. One of the first things that they talk about is plan for a long life. People are living longer. Although, you know, as I was driving into the office today, I heard that Life expectancy has actually gone down, even in this country, by two years 
because of the pandemic. And we're the best performing country in terms of longevity uh, risk or, or not having longevity risk and not be impacted as much as some other countries have. But even in the United States, longevity life expectancy has gone down by two years. That's surprising. I haven't heard that. It's been going up and up because of you know, advances in uh, the medical field. Yep, as a general rule, that's true. But um, normal life expectancy is somewhere around 75 to 77 years right now. It used to be 77 years for everybody. Now it's down to about 75. So, But you have to plan for a long life, don't you, Brianna? You do. How long do you plan to live? Uh, you know, I've never really thought about that before. Um, I, I tend not to think about my own mortality. Well, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> We're all heading in the same direction. <laughs> so I think the fact that you're young um, and you're only, what, roughly a quarter of a century right now, you're probably going to live to be 100 or I more. I hope not that old. Well, no, as long as you stay in shape and have a positive attitude, I think that that all works. Yeah, I don't want anyone changing my diapers. Um, well... I guess they did once, so why not again at the end of your life? They'll probably have some um, that's great not a pleasant new advancement, you know, some robot that'll do it for you. Oh, no, I have the comforting. same. I have the same feeling. Uh, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be <laughs> unable to take care of myself. Nobody does really, but people are living longer in general, and with medical advances, we're probably going to continue uh, to live long. I think what that's a, a big part of it is that people don't really think as much as they should about. If I live a very long life, what am I going to do? Do I have enough you know, assets? Have I saved enough? Have I done enough to plan for a long life? And a lot of people have not. You're right. Yogi Berra once said, the future ain't what it used to be. I think that he started out saying stupid things, and then because people thought it was funny, he just created more stupid things to say. What do you think, Pete? I think so, yeah. That's you know, not very uh, profound. No, he said... Once also, you can observe a lot just by watching. Yeah. So you have to pause and think when you hear some of... That kind of sounds like that dry comic. What the heck is his name? Stephen Wright. You ever heard of him? No. He's very dry. Well, I'm going to leave you with one more quotation before we take our first break. Yogi Berra said, Baseball is 90% mental. The other half is physical. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> On that note, we'll be right back. We're going to be talking about healthcare expenses and how that's going to impact your retirement. Stay tuned. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508 998 8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to plan for having a proper retirement with enough income to pay your expenses. You know, I watch a lot of different news stations, and maybe you folks do the same. And the other thing I saw just very recently is that healthcare costs are rising substantially in this country. And I watched an interview for with a couple who, you know, the gentleman has diabetes, his wife has other things, and their medical expenses are occupying a huge portion of their retirement income. But well, Just because we're living longer doesn't mean you're going to be healthy throughout your longer lives. Um, 60% of U.S. adults report that they live with one or more chronic conditions. And some of it's impacted by lifestyles such as smoking or drinking or other kinds of things that you do. Do you exercise enough? But healthcare costs can be expensive. Um, a healthy 65-year-old couple retiring now is expected to spend... $662,000 on lifetime medical expenses. That's a shocking number. That doesn't count for um, uh, long-term care. Right. You know, any kind of nursing home or anything. Yep, and that's a good thing to do a quick aside on because 
one of the things that the law firm does here, Lance Law Inc., with attorney Mike Coleman and attorney Tenny Lance, is they do a lot of work for helping people protect their assets from nursing homes. So if protecting assets against the cost of medical care, especially long-term care in a nursing home, if that's important, you should get in touch with them. They do a lot of planning work, but you have to plan in advance for that, don't you, Pete? You have to plan for at least five years. You do, and that's why it's important to do it um, often and early because, you know, things happen a lot faster than you realize, and um, if you are smart and, and do it in advance, it's going to save you and your family uh, an enormous amount of money if you plan properly. Yep. And so- that number of $662,000 on lifetime medical expenditures is crazy. Um, I've seen some people who don't have the proper plan in place or who don't have the proper um, insurance be completely devastated and lose every single nickel that they have. And I'm not even talking about the nursing home because that typically, if you're not planning for that and don't prepare for it, you have to spend down all of your assets. Well, we see that every single week in this office. That's what we do. And um, let's see, inflation, expenses, even Yogi Berra once said, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. What do you think? I don't like his quotes. You don't like his quotes. All right. Brianna so did, though. We'll go I back. Did. She liked the future ain't the same as what it used to be quote. All right. I'll give you one more Yogi Berra quote. Hey, boo-boo. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And All yes, right. I, I, I switching to Yogi Berra, we'll, not we'll, Yogi Berra. We'll switch to uh, Ben Franklin. <laughs> ben Franklin had a lot of good things. Uh, to say about marriage and longevity and saving money and so forth. But these things are very important. Um, Can your savings last as long as you live? And if you look at what you've saved for retirement, what kind of interest rate do you need to earn to offset inflation or to make sure you're not going to outlive your savings account? And what percentage reduction in your total wealth would you be willing to accept if you could ex- eliminate the risk for outliving your assets. So if you put money into some other kind of investment right now, uh, and that makes sure that you're not going to outlive your investments, would you consider doing that? So we can talk to you about those things. And the last one is one of the ones that I like a lot. It's, do you have a retirement income plan that has calculated how long your savings will last based on your projected income and expenses? And that's what we do here every single day with our clients. And the best thing that we can tell them is, okay, you're 70 years old and just calculated your income versus your expenses. And even if your assets don't earn another nickel, you're going to have enough money to um, have another 35 years of living the way that you are right now. And they're so happy that they say, okay, so that means I'll be 105 before I run out of money if I didn't even earn any more money on the assets that I have. Mm-hmm. And they're so relieved when we can show them that in writing um, how long their money will last. And in some other cases, it's not as often, you know, I'll say you're, you're going to run out of money in 12.75 years or something. And they're only 65 and they say, oh boy, I'm in trouble and I need to do something different. And I've, I've counseled people sometimes who are one year away from retirement and shown them even with only a year to go before you retire, there's still some things that you can do to put money aside, but you got to buckle down. And obviously, you need to start at your age, Brianna, don't you? You do. Um, I'm, still, I'm still young and trying to figure out other aspects of my life, but I do think about retirement every now and then, and it's really important to plan for those things. What, what do you do when you reach that age and you have nothing set up? Mm-hmm. And most importantly, you don't want, you don't want to be dependent upon another person. Yeah. Like, for example, you're a young female. You don't necessarily want to have to be dependent upon a man Mm-mm. to take care of you. You need to be self-sufficient and so forth. And you need to watch what you eat. And I know you're very careful about your diet and well, so forth. She eats too much tuna fish. She's going to get mercury poison. <laughs> My memory has been worse lately. <laughs> <laughs> I give her grief about that all the time. Oh, okay. Well, Winston Churchill once talked about eating. He said, in the course of my life, I have often had to eat my words, and I must confess that I have always found it a wholesome diet. Mm. That's another dumb one. Not a fan. 
I liked Winston Churchill. I thought he was great. So let's talk about housing. Um, some people rent. Some people live in a house um, that they own. And the home equity uh, is sometimes an asset you can tap into. But the housing cost is ridiculous today. For example, if you have a house that now has become very valuable and you think, well, I can sell my house and I can realize a lot of money, but then where do you live? If you want to buy another house or if you want to buy a house that's all on one level because you're tired of climbing stairs, um, how can you afford to buy another house? Because housing costs in general are way up and there aren't as many houses being built. There aren't enough houses being built to accommodate our growing population. It's estimated we have a shortage of over 2 million houses right now. Cost of lumber is only going up again. It's, It's a horrible situation between inflation, the cost of lumber, the shortage of housing, the increase in rents. Um, oh, yeah. That's a tough situation all, all around. Um, as you just said, the home value uh, for your home might surprise you. Um, so you might want to think about selling. But then, as you just said, where do you go? I do know some people who have literally downsized to a smaller area and the outskirts of um, even further than where they lived before or moved down south. Um, a lot of people I've, mm-hmm. I uh, have known have, have done that, moved down south, and fewer still, but some people have done this. They've sold their homes, made a huge profit, and bought an RV. Oh, I like that. Um, the other little thing I wanted to go back on in the first segment, you mentioned you know, maybe taking some of the risk off the table and uh, putting it into an annuity. That's the other bad word that a lot of people, when we talk about it and discuss it, say, oh, no, I don't want to do that. And we say, why? And they'll say, oh, because my neighbor said it's bad or, or this and that. And it's really not a bad thing at all. It's, it's something that can earn you quite a, a good return. And it's completely principle protected. You can't lose a nickel. There are some annuities that have a fee, but that's only if it includes um, a bonus. And most annuities do not include any fees whatsoever. Um, so it's a really good place to put money and take the risk off the table with the potential to earn a, a really good return. Well, let's just say a couple more quick words about housing. You need to think about where you want to live when you retire. Are you going to stay in your present house? If so, do you need to do renovations to it now to make sure it's more handicap accessible so you've got grab bars and things like that in your shower and your bathroom? Keeps you from falling down. The law firm has a whole checklist, by the way, of what you should do um, once you are getting older. You know, single-story living and, as you're saying, um, put grab bars up uh, in the shower and on stairs if it's if you're not on single-story living. Um, remove any, you know, s- short um, little rugs that might slip out from underneath you. So they have a whole checklist that they'd be happy to get give you as well. But don't think automatically you're going to move to Florida because you're not going to have to pay heating costs because you'll have to pay air conditioning costs, uh, which is going to basically take the same place of it. Although I don't think mom would ever put the air conditioning on. No, that's probably true. But a lot of people think about downsizing. So you need to think about where you want to live. We can give you some ideas on that. We can help you arrange to have your house valued. If you want to know what your house is worth, we can arrange for an appraisal to be done and things of that nature. So I'm not going to say anything more about a housing plan right now, except it's another area that we can help you in uh, with. And um, it's uh, something that we will come back to on another occasion and stay tuned in the meantime. We want to come back and talk about long-term care assistance. How do you protect yourself and your assets if you go to a nursing home? Stay tuned and we'll be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. This is our 500 and umpteenth show we're doing this morning. 
We're talking about planning for retirement income, making sure you have enough income. You know, one of the things that people spend a lot of money on is cost of long-term care. Maybe you'd like to stay in your own house and have caregivers come in. We've got several clients right now that fortunately have enough money, but they have caregivers 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's expensive. Nursing home costs are usually $15,000 a month right now. Nursing home is uh, the biggest thing that I that we see. People lose their entire estate um, having to pay down to, in order to qualify. Private care um, pay at a nursing home is extremely expensive and it's only going, uh, going to get worse. And that's for just a regular nursing home, not a nice assisted living facility. Um, a regular nursing home where you're sharing a room uh, with somebody else is still going to um, shock you when you find out how much it is. So plan ahead for um, long-term care. Long-term care insurance, it's still around. It's just you know usually too cost prohibitive for most people. But there are life insurances that you can add what's called a rider um, that will assist you if you had to go to a nursing home. Yeah, that's a good concept. Let's expand on that for just a moment. You can do a life insurance policy, which will give you a death benefit when you die. And if you have to go in the nursing home, on the other hand, you can extract what will be the death value and use it to pay for the cost of a nursing home. Life insurance is so unutilized in this country, and I just don't understand why. Uh, I don't know if people think, you know, as we talked about in the first segment, our own mortality. And they think, oh, gee, I don't want to get life insurance because it's, you know, based on my death. Ooh, you know, I don't know if it's that. And it's just a taboo thing and scary for people to think about. But it's such a useful tool for your retirement plan. It can protect you and your loved ones from nursing home expenses and, you know, estate taxes, everything else. Well, you can also insure young people. I just found out, for example, that a small policy I did on one of my grandchildren uh, when he was young, probably only four or five years old, and he's now about 13 years older than that. And the cost to me was $357 a year to pay for that. But we did it as a vehicle for creating some college funds. So paying $357 a year for this young man his cash value right now is $4,400, and that just amazed me. It's probably probably more of a cash value than the value that I've paid out in premiums right now, which is incredible. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, that's another thing about life insurance is if you're talking whole life or other um, types like IULs, Index Universal Lives, um, they build up cash value and can actually be a retirement asset, not just a benefit. Um, you can take out the cash value as a loan. It just you know reduces the death benefit amount. You never have to pay that loan back if you don't want to. Um, there's a lot of useful reasons to have life insurance. And again, it can be a huge tool and asset for you. So don't just think about it as I'm buying this for when I'm going to pass away. No, it's, it's much more useful than that. But circling back, um, your best best risk management tool is if you have a written retirement income plan. We can help you with that. We'd like to find out what are your goals, how long do you expect to live, what do you have for assets, things of that nature. And um, we can help you put together an income plan. We can help you put together a plan that will protect you from the cost of long-term care. You know, the federal government has a program called Medicaid that will pay for the cost of a nursing home. But in order to get Medicaid benefits, you can't have much in assets. If you're a single person and you go to a nursing home, you're only allowed to have $2,000 in assets. And if you want more specific information on Medicaid eligibility... And one vehicle. If you have a loved one or you're concerned yourself about going to a nursing home, get in touch with attorney Tenny Lance. She's quite expert in that area. And give her a call at 508-998-8800. But think about having a plan. And long-term care is very important. Um, one of the quick things you can do is if you want to protect your house, for example, you can take your house and transfer it into an irrevocable trust. 
and then after five years, that's a protected asset. But you have to plan ahead of time to do those kinds of things. Uh, so, Brianna, let me ask you, do you ever want to be in a nursing home? No. So going back to the question you had asked me in the first segment, how long I'd like to live, I think I'd like to live up until the age where I don't have to see the inside of a nursing home. Okay, that's a good answer. So that question has bothered you, hasn't it? Because I asked you that question a little while ago. You've been thinking about that. I have. Since I have. She's going to start coming in wearing black every day and <laughs> needing to oh see a therapist about her own, you know, uh, mortality now. <laughs> well, uh, my wife doesn't really like cooking, so she always has said, I wouldn't mind if I was in a nursing home someday because... I would get fed three meals a day, and I wouldn't have to do any cooking. Yeah, you know why she doesn't like to do cooking? No. Probably because you make fun of it all the time, even <laughs> though she makes really nice meals. Oh, no, I don't make fun of it. Oh, you have always made fun of her cooking from the time that I was little. You always had some snarky little thing to say, and she's a good cook. Oh, no, no. She had some interesting things over the years, but for the we most have... part, she was good. <laughs> well, we, we have it on occasion, um, I would say... Maybe about two months ago, there was a meal. We both sat down and we looked at it, and then we tried it. And we got up, we dumped it in the garbage. <laughs> I, I mean, that happens. But it happens. There was well, not, not regularly. Four or five years ago, she fell down and broke her wrist, and the first thing that you said was, "Yay, no, no meals from Penny for the next two months or something like that." No, I wouldn't yes, say that. Yes, you did. The very first thing that was said. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're mistaken. Well, anyways, Bob Hope once said, you know you're getting old when the candles cost more than the cake. <laughs> he, was, he was a great guy. Or Jerry Seinfeld. How about Jerry Seinfeld? Do you like him, Pete? I do. He once said, you know you're getting old when you get that one candle on the cake. It's like, see if you can blow this out. <laughs> so uh, we've already talked about inflation, so I don't necessarily want to go into inflation again right now except that there are many things you can do to protect your assets against inflation. Peter, have you ever heard of the rule of 72? Absolutely. Okay, so basically it tells you that if you earn a certain percentage of interest on your money, how long does it take for that money to double? All you have to do is divide the number 72 by the inflation rate, and you can estimate how, very quickly, um, how much your... Um, money might double. So we talked earlier about, for example, this little special parlor trick of, would you rather get a check for a million dollars or would you rather get a penny and have that penny double every day for 30 years? Well, if you double that penny every day for uh, uh, 30 days a month, you'd have over $5 million. So here's something interesting about the rule of 72. Um, in roughly 10 years, if you're making a little over 7%, your money will double in approximately 10 years. On the other hand, just to finish this one little point, if you're getting a half a percent interest, which a lot of people are getting that or less in the bank, it's gonna take you 144 years to double your money. So think about that when you wonder about what your interest is really doing for you. So I can search things up very quickly just to disprove you and, and, and uh make sure that I'm like telling to do the that. truth. Go ahead. August 28, 2017, almost exactly five years ago, you texted me. So you didn't say this in person. I apologize about that. You texted me. Mom broke her hand. <laughs> I said, which hand? And you said, left, broken in two places. Now we'll go to MGH in Boston. And I said, poor thing. Please tell her I'm sorry. Hopefully it will be better when she goes to Florida. And then the very next thing you said... Well, the good news is she won't be able to cook for at least a few weeks and then had a mahalo emoji <laughs> hand. And it I said, was. you are such a jerk, and I hope you did not say that in front of her. And you said, yes, I did. I can <laughs> confirm. I see the texts. Okay. I, th I think you made it up. You're very good at making things up on yourself. I just showed you a screenshot. <laughs> All right. So I will accept that. Let's move on. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're talking about the Rule 72, and we can show you how long it takes to double your money, if that's of interest to you. We can show you some better things. But most importantly, I think, what do we need to do when we think about retirement income? We have to think about what your goals are for the future. Yeah. Do you want to live the same lifestyle? Do you want to reduce your lifestyle? Do you want to 
live in a smaller house because it's going to be less expensive? Do you want to move into some kind of a regulated community where um, only older people are living? We've done um, shows on this. We just did one uh, about um, six weeks ago, maybe, where we talked about um, uh, love and marriage and retirement. And it was a whole show about, you know, your relationship with your spouse or your significant other and your retirement. And you need to have those conversations early and throughout your uh, relationship because things change, people change. Um, Brianna, you probably don't know where you want to retire or exactly when you want to retire. Um, I don't think many people do at your age. And they're not even thinking about retirement for the most part. Very few mm -hmm. are. But uh, do you know what you want to do? Um, I, I've never, once again, another thing I've never really thought about. I know what my goals are within the next five years, but I've never, I've never really thought what I want to do beyond that or where I'd like to end up. So that's a, that's a good question to pose that I don't have the answer for. And I didn't either at your age. And, you know, maybe 10 years later, I started to think about it. But my vision for my retirement has changed just in the last five years. So it changes and people change. Mm -hmm. Well, write your goals down and revisit them every once in a while. Goals do change. I'm reading a book right now. I just started. Um, I don't have it with me, and I can't remember the name of the author. It's called um, From Strength to Strength. And basically, it's a gentleman who worked 80 hours a week, very successful, uh, writer, consultant, and he decided that halfway through his life, there was more to life than working 80 hours a week. And now he's reevaluated how does he want to spend the rest of his life. And I think we need to reevaluate goals uh, periodically, don't you? You do. And again, people change. I, I can't stress that enough. And maybe you and your spouse have grown apart in terms of what your retirement plan looks like. And you got to think about your financial strategy. We can help you do that. Give us a call, 508-998-8858. It's important to do. We're going to take another final break, and we will be right back. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise, and this is our last segment of the day um, of this show. We're talking about your retirement income planning checklist. We've done a show recently in the past few weeks on Social Security. It's such a critical thing that you do. Don't try to do it alone. Let us help you. Peter does a lot of work showing uh, folks a Social Security analysis that will define the best age answer some very important questions for you. Should you be taking money from your IRA or your retirement account first and let your social security account continue to grow? Because that's gonna be a difference sometimes for hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you take it too early, instead of waiting a little bit later, you're gonna be earning hundreds of thousand dollars of less over your anticipated lifetime. It's really that big. and if you um, were married and your spouse is deceased, then you maybe need to do an analysis to find out whether there's other things you could do. Can you take a spousal benefit? Other ways to improve the amount of money you get from Social Security? All those kinds of questions we can answer, right, Pete? Yeah, and I show it right there in a chart. Um, it's all pretty in color. Uh, it'll show you if you start taking your benefits at 62, this is the monthly amount. This is the accumulated benefit by the time you reach age, you know, 75 as an example. Um, and if you take it at age 66, 
here's your monthly amount, here's your total accumulated benefit as of the same age. So it'll show you um, really how much more you'll be receiving, not just monthly, but over a period of time. I think that probably the biggest mistake most people make when it comes time to planning for retirement income is taking Social Security too early. 50% of everybody in this country takes Social Security at age 62 because they don't know any better. And we can show you why that can be the biggest mistake you'll make. Brianna, you'll probably start collecting Social Security at around age 72, I'm guessing. Well, we don't know. But anyway, read books about this stuff. You know, Groucho Marx said, outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. Uh. These are... These are pithy <laughs> quotations that you have to think about. Uh, I, um, <laughs> uh, that's I, I could have a different word than pithy, but I can't say it on the air. No, that pithy is by is, far who, who said my that? least favorite Groucho Marx quote. That's, yeah, that's, How about this one? I understand why you don't like him. From Groucho Marx. <laughs> one morning, I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got into my pajamas, I'll never know. No? Hmm. <laughs> Doesn't quite get it. Okay. Uh, it Wasn't he the silent guy? He no, should have been. No, Groucho Marx had as a prop a cigar. He always waved his cigar around, and I think he had glasses also. And um, anyway, well, he's dead, right? That's good. Okay. <sighs> Anyways, well, one more quotation from Groucho Marx: "Who are you going to believe, me or your own eyes?" Don't like that one either. I don't. I don't. Now I remember. I don't like him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brianna said Pete doesn't like Groucho Marx. Let's use him. I never really felt like I had a feeling towards him one way or the other, but I definitely don't like him. <laughs> All right, let's come back to our text then. So there's two really significant things, actually three three main rules that I would say that you really need to think about when you want to think about retirement income planning. One, start early, start early, start early. The earlier, the better. You're going to be much better off when you no longer want to work or maybe you're no longer able to work. Second thing is, don't make the wrong Social Security decisions. We can help you. We can do a computer analysis here and show you what's the maximum or the best age for you to take. Um, the third thing is, and people forget this one all the time, focus on taxes. How you plan for income uh, is really important, but taxes are a huge part of that. And... Um, it relates to Social Security. It relates to the timing of when you take money. So I will we'll also often tell people, you're retired and it's the middle of the year and you had a good salary for the first half of this year. So you're not going to ever have another year after this when you're going to have this much in salary income. So why don't we see what we can postpone until next year? Don't take money out of your retirement account until after January 1st of the next year, for example, because now you're gonna be in a different tax bracket. So taxes are a critical piece of this. And yeah, and just to go back um, a minute, uh, really it's so important to plan for your Social Security benefits. Have us do a report, show you really what's the best option for you. Um, some people may not have any other choice but to begin taking it at 62 as 60% of Americans do, which is just crazy to me. Um, but you used to be able to go back and change up to one year after you filed and could reverse you know, your benefits. You cannot do that anymore, so you need to make smart choices. Well, I, I have to give you, I've been searching diligently for another Groucho Marx quotation that I can give you that I think is much more appropriate. Groucho Marx said, women should be obscene and not heard. Yes, that's much more appropriate. You like that? Oh, I didn't say it was going to be appropriate. <laughs> yeah, let's not All do Groucho right. Marx quotes anymore. All right. I will. I'm, I'm going to forget this, too, if I don't get this uh, out of my head. I keep meaning to mention it since the first segment. You talked about how we can assist with buying and selling property as well. I don't think most people realize who listen because we don't really talk about real estate a lot, but we are sort of a one-stop shop. We have a home and auto and... Uh, commercial insurance company in the building. We have Lance Law, which protects your estate and can do wills and simple docs and powers of attorney and healthcare proxies, uh, homesteads on your house. 
Um, and then USA Wealth Group and USA Wealth Advisors, where we manage your portfolio. We help with your retirement plans and your t- retirement goals. But yes, we are also a real estate company here. And Dad, you've been doing real it's estate good to mention for that. Yep. well over 40 years. We have a huge collective um, wealth of knowledge. And three of us are real estate brokers, uh, myself, my father, and my mother. And uh, we have a, a real estate sales agent who is in the office uh, doing market analysis and helping to list properties and show properties. Yep. And I actually bought my first house, I believe, at the age of either 24 or 25. And I paid $21,700 for it in Mattapoisett. And it was three bedrooms, one and a half baths, had a half acre of land, did not have a garage. And then we later sold it. That house today would be worth easily $400,000, $450,000. That's what inflation does. Yep. Hmm. And, and that's amazing. And most people's salaries have not grown uh, comparatively no. to inflation and real estate inflation. No, my combined salary uh, in the year that we bought our house with uh, Tenny, my wife, she was actually making more than I was at the time. Um, our combined salaries were more than what we paid for the cost of the house. Wow. And nowadays it's the exact opposite. Most people, when they're going into buying a first home, you're looking at easily 300000 350000 And most people, you know, combined income, hundred, maybe $150,000. So one of the things we'd like to help offer to you and sit down with you is let us help you do a written plan as your guideline for income. Because if you don't have goals, if you don't have something in writing, um, it's like if you don't write it down, how are you going to know when you're gonna get there? Mm-hmm. And how are you gonna have the motivation to spend less money and to save more money? Even in the last few years before retirement, there are many things you can do to still put money aside to make your retirement better. And I would say, easily three quarters of the people that I meet with and that you meet with are surprised when we do an income plan and a budget and a retirement plan. And they are usually happily surprised that they are better off than they expected and are happy and relieved. Um, But there are some people that are, you know, not um, happy and really realize that they need to make some changes. I'd like to point out that um, We also encourage people, even if you've done something, um, maybe with a different advisor, maybe you want to have a second opinion, maybe you did a plan a few years ago, have it reviewed. Maybe you want to review it at least once a year. It doesn't hurt to do that, and we're happy to meet with you. So um, we give a lot of information on the radio, don't we, Pete? We give a lot of tips, and uh, we cannot give actual recommendations and advice without meeting with you in person we like to start with a budget always 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 have a budget if you're listening today and you don't have a budget then all i can say is get a budget give us a call we'll send you a budget form to fill out there's also a lot of people that we meet with who are nervous and thinking that you know it's embarrassing for them to be here and that um you know they thought it was going to be uncomfortable and they feel very relieved and happy with how easy the process is and that they're finally doing something with regards to a plan. So many people that I meet with say, I was so nervous to come in, I thought you'd make fun of me and because I don't know this or I don't know oh, that. Or, it's not your job to know that. That's why we're here to help you. And very few people that we meet with, less than 10%, you know, have a real finger on the market and how their portfolios are doing and their retirement plan is going. So here's a quotation that I don't remember who said, but if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. And that's true, isn't it? Have a, have a plan, have a budget, have a plan, have a retirement income plan. If you're like so many people who worry about the possibility of whether you're gonna have enough money to survive retirement, it's important to understand that there's a lot of things you can do besides just spending your retirement worrying about it. Retirement is simply too important a time in your life to let it just happen. So we'll help you do a written retirement income plan. You can face the future with much more confidence and you can enjoy the time that you have remaining. So 
There's no better time to get started than now. Give us a call today at 508-998-8858. If you reach the answering service, leave a message. We'll get back in touch with you or call during the week. And Pete, thank you for being here today. And Brianna, thank you for um, making our morning much more friendly and delightful. Thank you for having me. I really enjoy being on the show. Yeah. Did you learn a few things today? I learned that I need to think about my my mortality. far off future a little more, <laughs> my mortality. <laughs> well, it's not so much you have to think about mortality, but you do need to think about planning because you really can't do a lot of things in life without doing planning for that. So my closing thought to you today, ladies and gentlemen, is that we cannot be experts in everything that we do. Um, let the experts at Lancelot Inc., let the experts at USA Wealth Group or Lance Family Insurance Agency help you. Give us a call. And meanwhile, have a great Sunday and uh, we'll look forward to meeting with you sometime. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Inc. USA Realty Group Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group Inc. or a E Wealth Management. USA Realty Group Inc. and Riskalyze are not affiliated companies. USA Realty Group Inc. cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the Riskalyze software or outputs. Riskalyze is intended to be used as a tool in designing a financial portfolio. USA Wealth Group Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group Inc. or AE Wealth Management. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. This radio show is a paid placement.